Hello, and welcome to the Revive Church Podcast with Pastor Todd Mazingo. I'm your host, Paul Garner. Thank you for listening today. Today's message was presented around Christmas time, but the truths here are not limited by the calendar. Today, Pastor Todd takes a page from the story of Jesus' youth. He looks at the event where Jesus' parents didn't know where he was for three days. If you are a parent, you can understand how terrifying this experience could be. For these days, they were out of communication with him, out of fellowship with him. This is a time to ask ourselves if we have been out of communication with him, out of fellowship with him. Maybe because we haven't spent time with him lately, or because we have made a choice to do something that we know he wouldn't approve. This is not about losing our salvation. Nothing can pluck us out of the hand of God. Can we lose Jesus in the midst of our celebrating Jesus? Perhaps we are distracted with the busyness of life. Is it possible, like Jesus' parents, that for a time we are not in the presence of Jesus? Let's let Pastor Todd explain. Be sure to listen to the end for some important information about Pastor Todd's new book. I want to read a set of scripture to you um, that is familiar, but we're going to kind of look at one component of the story. Uh, we are at the time, uh, last Sunday I talked about uh, when uh, when Christ was 40 days old and he met with Simeon uh, and that kind of interaction. Now we're a little farther down the road in Jesus's youth. Uh, Jesus, you'll see, is about 12 years old at this time. This is Luke 2, 41 through 49. 41. Now his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the Feast of Passover. Okay, we know what the Feast of Passover is. They are all enslaved in Egypt. God tells Moses, you tell them to sacrifice a lamb. You tell them to eat that. You tell them to put the blood of the lamb on the door and the death angel is going to pass over that household. Okay, And so we know today that that whole blood of the lamb Passover is, this is where you say Jesus, is good. That's going to mean something in a minute. And when he became 12, they went up according to the custom of the feast. They're going to Jerusalem for the feast of the Passover. And as they were returning, after spending the full number of days, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. But his parents were unaware of it, but but supposed him to be in the caravan. And they went a day's journey, and they began looking for him among the relatives and acquaintances. And when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem looking for him. Then after three days, they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the teachers, both listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers." And when they saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, son, why have you treated us this way? Behold, your father and I have been anxiously looking for you. And he said to them, why is it that you were looking for me? Did you not know that I had to be in my father's house? 
We've heard this story. It's a familiar story about when Jesus gets left. It's actually a pretty amazing thing when you think about the parents of a 12-year-old leave the city Jerusalem and leave their 12-year-old in the city. It's, it's kind of a cool Christmas movie like Home Alone in Jerusalem. And obviously, they're traveling in a large caravan of people, and they just assume that he is with the group, and he's not. It's actually got to be a pretty scary moment when you realize you've left the city, and your 12-year-old is not with you. They're one day out, one day's travel away when they realize he's not here. And then they go back and they spend at least two. It's not clear whether it was a total of three days that they searched or if that included the day in coming back. But there's at least three days where they're looking for him. And you know those three days, if you just take day one, how well did they sleep that night? How well did they sleep on night two after not finding him after a second day? And now we're into our third day. And and I just got to say, because I'm married, there's got to be some really interesting conversations going on between Mary and Joseph these three days. I thought you were keeping up with him. Me, I thought he was with you. But what must it have been like for Mary and Joseph to have lost Jesus. I I think we can recognize that it's not really a funny moment. It's a terrifying moment. You can imagine the moment when you realize Jesus is not here and they do not know where he is. So I'll just propose this to you. Jesus is still Joseph and Mary's son, but they were not in fellowship with him during this time. They had lost track of Jesus. They were not in conversation with Jesus. They had lost the ability to see Jesus in their midst. There was no fellowship going on between them and Jesus during these three days. Now, let me ask you, have you ever looked around you and realized you've lost Jesus? Is there ever been a time where you realize we haven't talked to him in days. When you realize, I I haven't spent any time with him lately, or maybe when you realize, I left and he's not with me right now. I'm not talking about losing your salvation, because I don't think anything can pluck us out of the hand of God. But I want to consider this in the season we're in. Passover was about Jesus. Christmas is about Jesus. But we can be so distracted that we lose Jesus in the middle of celebrating Jesus. 
This is the feast of the Passover. And once that's fulfilled, it's all a celebration about Jesus. And in the midst of the celebration about the Savior who saved them from death, they lost the Savior. We can lose Jesus in the midst of celebrating Jesus at Christmas. So you ask the question, why? Why did they lose Jesus? Verse 43, this is what it says. But his, Jesus' parents, were unaware of it, but supposed him to be in the caravan. They assumed he was there. He was supposed to be there. He should be a part of what they're doing. The expectation was that he was there. The expectation was that Jesus was among the people of God, but Jesus was not there. And they were unaware that they were, he was not there. Unaware that we're not talking to him right now. Unaware that we're not in his presence. Unaware, man, that's a scary thought for me that you can be unaware that you're not in the presence of Jesus. And you can lose fellowship with Jesus and not even know it. We can get so busy celebrating Jesus and not even realize he's not there. And we don't even recognize that he's not there. I'm just saying it's a pretty typical conversation around Christmas time that is Jesus in this or not? The people you least expect to lose fellowship with Jesus lost it. Mary and Joseph were his parents, and they lost fellowship with Jesus and weren't even aware of it. And I think Christians and believers and church-going people can lose fellowship with Jesus, and most of us who believe in Christ can lose him in the midst of serving him. Not trying to be heavy. Joseph and Mary realized that they had lost him after three days, or after a one-day journey. One-day journeys when they figured out, we've been without him for a day. How long would it take me to realize that Jesus isn't here? How long would it take me to realize that I'm not talking to him? Maybe I'm completely unaware. How long would I be unaware I mean, we can go get so caught up in our lives and families and Christmas that we lose our contact with Jesus. Now, guess where they found Jesus? Right where they left him. In Jerusalem. They found him in Jerusalem, the place where they were with him last. Ooh, remember that. They found him in the place they were with him last. They found him in the temple where Jesus feels right at home. They found him in the temple in the center of the things of God. They found him in the temple right where he wanted to be. I don't know if you're getting the picture, but they found Jesus right where you would expect to find Jesus. And here's the truth. When they said to him, why did you do this to us? (laughs) Which is kind of an interesting accusation. Jesus basically said, I didn't leave you. You left me. 
and I'm right here where I'm supposed to be, and you left without me. Here's the truth about what we're about to go into in the next few days. A bunch of families either going to come to your house or you're going to go to a bunch of families' house. Traffic's going to get crazy. It's going to increase and people are going to be in a hurry. And your kids, they're going to get overtired, they're going to get whiny, and they're going to get demanding. And the schedule will get crazy with places to be, things to do, 18 stops at the store, got to pick this up before we go. What do you mean you didn't make anything? Well, hopefully Publix has something that we can pick up and take. (laughs) And then the credit cards are going to come in the mail with the bills. And in the midst of it all, the question's going to be, will you lose your fellowship with Jesus? Will you lose track of Jesus? If you do, listen to me, go back to the last place where you were with him. Go back to where you left him. Go back and search the places where Jesus wants to be and go back and establish your fellowship with Jesus. So, Now you're wondering, what did he mean earlier when he said, we're going to play a role in this and you may end up with a mic in your face? Here's what I mean. I begin to think about how do we be proactive in making sure we don't lose track of Jesus in Christmas? Many of you are families with children. And so what I want to do is open up some ideas and get some from you about how you and your family keep Jesus in Christmas. So we don't lose track of him. I'm thinking about things like come to the Christmas Eve service at Revive. All of you who stayed home because it's Christmas week and you got to go on Friday night. So we didn't come on Wednesday night. Make sure you show up on Friday night. (laughs) Listen, if you haven't been to our Christmas Eve service, it is simple, not big production. It's family. It's close. It's tight and it's good. It's worth it to come out. Maybe as a family, If we do that traditional thing of getting up in the morning and running to a tree to open up presents, maybe we make a stop before the tree at the manger. Maybe with our kids, we gather around that manger scene or that nativity that you have, and we talk about what is the real meaning of this apart from things that are wrapped in paper. What is this all about? Maybe after opening presents, we stop and thank the Lord that we were able to give to each other and receive from each other because he taught us the most about giving. Maybe we finish Christmas Day and or Christmas Eve with a family prayer or reading of the Christmas story out of Luke 2. And maybe we take communion together as a family. Well, what did you think? Has God been speaking to you about any of these things? We would love to hear from you. You can email us at podcast at reviveusnow.com. We're excited that Pastor Todd has released his latest book called Old is the New. 
The Old Testament is filled with stories that seem amazing on their own, but they also leave questions. If they are history and not part of the new covenant that we have with Christ today, then why do we need these stories at all? What are they for? Could it be that those stories were recorded and saved for us because there is something they can teach us? Could it be that those stories actually help us understand God and the new covenant he has with us? Could it be that somehow those stories guide, teach, and help us understand what God has for us as new covenant believers? And finally, could there be hidden mysteries in these stories that actually give us revelation for today? This new book is available now on Amazon. The podcast is brought to you by Revive Church of Stewart, Florida. You can learn more about us at our website, reviveusnow.com. If you would like to support this ministry, go to our website, reviveusnow.com give. If you live in our area or are planning a visit to our area, we would love to have you join us. We are located at 8851 Southwest Old Kansas Avenue, Stewart, Florida. If you enjoyed this podcast, why not click to subscribe right here on the podcast site of your choice. That way you won't miss any of Pastor Todd's and Revive Church's future podcasts. Thank you for joining us.